Get Well, the Stimulus Employee Wellness Podcast, where we discuss health and wellness topics relevant to you. Today, we have myself, Rob Duffy, Wellness Ambassador for HR. Stephanie O'Connor, Health Coach with the YIBC. Regina Morrison, Administrative Assistant with Parks and Recreation. Carla Lobatos, Assistant Finance Director. And our guest host today is Myra Alexandri. She's our human resources analyst, but she is also subject matter expert on holistic wellness. And I'll let you talk about that a little bit more later. But today we're going to talk about holistic wellness and what it means to us. So Myra, what is holistic wellness? Can you explain it a little bit? And kind of break it down so us who are not, you know, used to the terms understand it. <laughs> so holistic overall, what you're looking for is an overall health to your mind and body. So it's just not looking into one aspect of your body and respect to, let's say, in your, your legs, or your arms, we're looking at your whole body to find out what is that's causing you that issue or the concern or the stress. So when it comes to holistic, again, we're looking at what is inside your body and that way you're in tune with your mind and body. So you're looking at the fact that all systems connect. So instead of just trying to pinpoint one, you're taking the full aspect and the fact that we are human, everything connects, everything builds upon itself. Absolutely. Wonderful. That's awesome. So are you seeing that that the medical profession is leaning more towards holistic lately and that's why it's gaining popularity? You, I do see that more often where you're starting to see doctors to kind of going more, okay, you're, you're having stress and stress is a psychological reaction to something. What does stress cause to us? You know, headaches, problems, issues. So they're leaning more towards, okay, let's start to meditate a little bit more. So I do see the growing trend where holistic is coming into play, where we're starting to look at other aspects of our lives so that we could help ourselves uh, become a better individuals, a better in our life, better husband, spouse, whatever it may be. So uh, right away, I can think right off the bat, when I get really stressed out, I can feel my energy levels start to drop. So I can feel myself, my body starts to have a reaction to where my stress level yeah. is, right? So then, it, I mean, same thing, right? Do you feel that way? Yes, absolutely. Um, I feel that when I'm stressed, not only uh, my energy levels drop, but also I start having like body aches. So, so you like, know, your system is starting to react, which if that goes unchecked, we're looking at more things happening with our health. Yeah. So you're looking at your heart rate having to sit a little bit higher. And now all of a sudden you're going into the doctor and finding out you have high blood pressure. Yeah. Hang on, what? And even your gut. Sometimes, you know, as they refer to our gut as our second brain because everything happens over there. So when we do start feeling stress, you know, we start getting tight in our stomach and, you know, we start stressing out. So our body's going to start reacting to that, to your real uh, emotion. So you have to find a way to balance that out. Right. And let's even add in there, you just said gut health. I mean, yeah. that's such a huge topic nowadays. But you think and you threw the word emotion in there and we all know emotional eating, yeah. right? That's such a huge buzzword again. But that's something where now you have your health is impacted by your stress. You're physically impacted. And now emotionally, what you're putting into your body is continuing that same trend. That's impressive, right? Yeah. And it's not, oh, well, I came in because I was having headaches or I came in because it's a whole system yeah. that you're looking at. I want to break it down a little bit, though. 
Okay. Um, so you see a lot of people wearing, and is it chakra or chakra? Chakra. Chakra. <laughs> you see a lot of people wearing necklaces, bracelets, wearing the stones. Mm-hmm. Does it, what you see, does it impact people differently? Is it just a fashion trend or is it, do they actually make a difference? It does make a difference to some individuals and you have to believe in it. You have to give it, you have to allow it to work. You know, stones and crystals, they're all natural from from Earth, and Earth is natural energy. So when you get, um, let's say, for example, a diamond, what does a diamond come from? It's a piece of coal that was created from Earth, turned into this wonderful, beautiful diamond that everybody wants. So there's energies in those diamonds and those crystals that you get. So when you select a a specific crystal, it's going to align your chakra so that you focus on that emotion Let's say you're not grounded as well and you're always unstable and you always, you know, you don't feel secure or your money issues. So you need grounding. So when you find a crystal that's a more grounding stone, you're going to start to really meditate on that and really find ways to bring yourself back and to say, okay, I'm here. Um, This crystal is going to help me. So to some, it does help them align themselves so that they can uh, continue to Ascend uh, in their own um, well-being. And so, I do have a question. Based just based off of that, you went right into diamonds and that that concept of the different stones. And I heard a story, and I want kind of to understand if this builds into the same holistic medicine, or if it goes into something else, really. But this story, an employee came up to me and said that they have a friend that told them that they should take, and it can be out of their garden, wherever they find the stone, but take a stone, bring it in, and think about all the things that were stressing them, all of them. Build that up, find the thing that stresses them the most during the day, and hold that stone. You can be rubbing it, just holding it, but have that stone in your hand as you're thinking about the biggest stressors. And then when you're done, once you feel like you've thought about all the things that have impacted you, that have stressed you during the day, Take that stone, go over to the sink and wash it. Soap and water, wash it, wash your hands, and then go and put it somewhere else where that's not going to be the next stone you grab and repeat this as needed, you know, not same day, but over the weeks, over the days, take that stone and have it kind of take in the stress that you had, the stress that you had coursing through your body, let it go into that stone and then wash it away not only from you but the stone as well and then bring it back to nature where it belongs that's absolutely it see but that brings up so many questions for me like okay is it just a mental thing with that person mentally releasing it or is it uh the stones physically have some kind of something that draws energy out i'm gonna dive right into this does it matter I guess if, not, it, right? if it's if it, mental if or if it helps you, it doesn't matter, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the placebo effect, but for some, it's no longer placebo, but does, I guess it's a, does it matter? It's, it's kind of like a reminder to tell you, Hey, that stone's going to tell me to stop doing that. Or this, I'm carrying this to help me with this. So you're putting that energy in that, in that crystal and that crystal's assisting you at the same way. When you're done with it, there's time. There's times that uh, individuals do have certain crystals and stones, and um, they come into their life to hold on to it. And some people can feel energies from certain crystals. So once you you're you're done with that crystal, sometimes you could just just uh, get rid of it or bury it and give it back to the to the earth and find like something else. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, I have two more questions. One is salt lamps. Everyone has them. 
again, is it just a trend? It's a cool looking thing, or does it actually draw energy from the room? And the other one is, can you explain sage? Like people sage their house and all that yeah. stuff. So with salt lamps, it's it's a it's a salt lamp. So what it does, it neutralizes the um, the room itself. You know, energies it balances energies. Um, plus, it helps with the ambience. You know, if you want to go meditate, or you want to just a little get rid of the the lighting and just go somewhere in a quiet space. Like, like a calming. Yeah, effect. a calming effect. Gotcha. So it it helps with that. Even if you can't sleep late at night, you know, you have the salt lamp. It gives you that little tiny dim of light that you need for the evening. But it helps to relax the mind to this. Hey, it's time to for bed. It's time to relax, quiet the mind, so that you could go ahead and get a restful sleep. And I can even see, you know, you always talk about setting up the space that you're in mm -hmm. for what your need is. You know, you set up your gym space. You don't just say, "Well, I'm going to work out anywhere in my house," because then you're going to find something else that takes your mind away from what you're doing. So same with a calming space. I can see that being something that centralizes it. That's awesome. You have to create a calming space because if you just go, I'm going to go meditate in the living room. What's in the living room? You're going to have distractions, you know, kids coming in and out or the cats scratching, wanting to go out, whatever may be the case. You're going to have outside distractions. So you want to have just a space where it's just your little space, your moment to just a five minute calm the mind. So I want to throw this around the room. Does everyone here have a space in their house or even maybe not in their house, a space that they can go to? to de-stress, to calm, to just breathe and not think? No, I don't. No, I don't either. I usually keep my bedroom as my calming space, and that's what I use it for. So it's only sleep and meditate and rest and quiet my mind. Every other room in my house is not for that, but my bedroom is. Nice. So I try to keep that separate from everything else I do throughout my day. And, and that's, you know, with, with me, for example, what I do, you know, I have two jobs. And when I come home, I'm, you know, I have all these energies of, you know, the days of, you know, of whatever it is a day. So when I come home, I tell my family, I'll go to my room. I say, hey, I need 10 minutes. I'll dim the lights. I'll turn my candle on. I'll do the staging. And I'll explain that here in a bit. And I take those 10 minutes for me to release any kind of burden I had, any kind of energies, interactions with other people. And I bring them all back to me. It's my energy now. So once I'm done with that, I come out of my room. Like I have the kids come talk to me, my husband, I start cooking, whatever it needs. Because when you first come home, you get all these things. Oh, I need this. Oh, I need that. Hey, mom, can you put $2 for my green light? You know, you have all this. Yeah. Like, you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Give me a minute. Let me take off my jacket. Let me take off my shoes. So they know that when I go to my room for those 10 minutes, they don't bother me. They don't knock on the door. They know mom's doing what she's doing. I come out and I'm a whole different person. I was like, I am here now. I'm here with my family. That's how much money do you need in that green light now? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Rob, I got to ask you. You didn't answer. Do you have a calming space? I have a my bedroom, but it's a, more of a relaxing. Like, if you get home from work, you go just relax for a minute. I don't necessarily meditate or something. Usually the TV's on. There's a distraction, but it's where I'm not thinking about work. That's but it's awesome. your time, yeah. yeah. And that's what it is, regardless of what it is, whether you meditate or not. It's your time that you have for your moment, and that's what's important. Yeah, and that's where you create that balance. See, that's mine is outdoors. I always each house we move to, I end up redoing the backyard. I end up turning it into something that I know when I go out there, I can sit and enjoy it. 
just sit and calm, watch my dog chase flies because, you know, why wouldn't a dog just chase flies? It's going to be 110 next week. So. I know. Oh, and I'm prepared. Well, now it's going to be sitting in the pool and oh, enjoying the go. backyard. You, you know, <laughs> sometimes the location's got to change. I understand that. But you did bring up meditation, and I know meditation is different for everyone. Some people go walk in the woods, and that's their meditation. Some people, you know, there's so many different aspects. So I like the fact, Rob, you said there are distractions, but it's still your time. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, we got to get into the sage. We got to get into the sage. So, Tell us about it. So sage, there's different types of sage that one can use. And usually sage, what it is, is to clear the energies and to... Um, clear the energies. Can you explain that? Yeah, clear the energies. So let's say... Like ghosts? It could be ghosts. I guess if you want to go that dark, that deep. <laughs> but what it is, it clears the energy. So let's say your, you know, family members come around. What do the family members do when they come around? Sometimes they just complain or they give you stress or, you know, and then you feel, even sometimes when at home, you could feel like your, you know, energies are not, you know, your husband's grumpy or the kids are not getting along or whatever it may be. There's energies that are causing the house to feel stuffy and kind of like, oh. So you clear it, and by clearing it, you just grab, you smudge, you know, you grab the sage, you turn it on, you go around the whole house, you clear it so that it, that energy is now cleansing itself. You open the windows, let it go out, so you have a new sense in the house. So then after that, you know, you feel kind of, okay, the house is cleansed. There's no more of that, you know, lagging energy, that stagnant energy that just lays in that corner. So once you clear it, then that energy just flows through the whole home. So now you can start fresh. So you can start fresh. You can start, you know, doing what you want to do without having all that burden on top of you. You could sometimes you could feel the when you walk into your room, you feel like, oh, something's not good here. You oh, yeah. Feel it. So that's when you can feel like the tension. So when there's tension in the home, you use different, you use your sage. And there are different types of sage. There's white sage. They could, it helps for clearing any kind of negativity. White sage is the most popular one. Um, there's uh, mugwort, which is also known as black sage. Black sage is more for a deep, deeper meditation. It helps you relax at night. So if you do have um, problems sleeping at night, you can use the mugwort, black sage, to kind of put a little bit of that scent out in the room. It helps you recall your dreams. And it helps you kind of just balance and kind of, um, like I said, get ready for to sleep. Then there's a blue sage, which is a combination of lavender and white sage. And that one's really also the calming effect. So if you do want to start meditating, want to take us 10 minutes in the day, you, know, you turn on that um, blue sage to help the room kind of in a more calming state. Yeah. And lavender, I mean, I can't even begin to state the amount of times people have said, if you put lavender oil on your pillow, mm -hmm. if you put lavender in your oil, um, hand creams, that sort of stuff to put on yeah. you. It's just such a calming sense. So you can understand how with that blue sage, it'd be so calming and cleansing. Yeah. I usually end up taking like a chamomile and a lavender tea right before sleep. And that just, it calms the whole body down. Sometimes people say, oh, I can't sleep at night. Or, you know, I take the, this medication, you know, try for a moment, try it for a few nights. Um, give it a moment to, to work. Some people say, mm -hmm. oh, I tried it, it didn't work for me. Consistency well, is key. That's oh man, where that 2190 rule comes. Give it 21 days, make it a habit so that it sticks to you, and then say, Did it work for me or not? Allow it to work. Don't just say, I tried it, it didn't work. No, give it a moment to make it work. Right. And that's something that it's hard, you know, when you're looking at something like meditation or you're looking yeah. at most people say, Yeah, I sat 
And I, I tried and it didn't work. I was like, for a minute, two minutes? Have and, you and done it more than one day? It's very hard because your mind is thinking so much. So for me, when I first started meditating, I started doing the guided meditations. That way my mind is listening to somebody telling me what to do. And then it helps me to really know, okay, this is how you meditate. So I started with the five-minute guided meditation, and I, and I uh, continued with a 10. Now I'm, you know, a good 20 minutes. Now I could meditate on my own and sit in silence with music in the background. It's just starting small, doing the guided meditations, and then you will see how much that impacts your That brings up a, a question for me. That's, that's a good way for that you got started. Uh -huh. If someone is interested and wants to learn about all the different gems and the the, the crystals and, and all the different types of sage, how do they start learning? Like, where do they go? Well, they could come to me. Oh, there you <laughs> I go. mean, I do have my own business, and that's where um, Pandora Mind and Body comes in place. That's what I help, try to help individuals to help them get into that. I want to change my life, and how do I start? I know I'm not, something's affecting me, and I don't know what it is. So I usually, what I tend to do with my people that come to my um, location, I have this, and I'll show everybody here, it's called this Abraham Hicks, the spiral of emotion. And so I always try to tell them, okay, well, tell me where you are at in this spiral. Where is it I love the fact, at? I just have to That's jump cool. right in here. The fact, the image is beautiful to begin with, yes. but when we think emotional spiral, what do you think? My brain went to the negative connotation right away. Yeah. Like I'm spiraling. Spiraling down. Right. Right. And this that, is a chart. yeah. I wish everyone could see it. This doesn't just have the descending, the emotional spiral where we're descending that popped right in my brain. Yeah. And I'm I'm but, getting nods from across the way yeah, that yeah. emotional spiraling was spiral negative. Up, yeah. The really pretty colors happen to be so in the ascending. The they kind of align with the chakra colors. Yeah. You know, they go from red all the way to purple. So if you want to see, so I, I ask them, you know, tell me in this chart where you are at this moment in your life. And some people will say, oh, I'm right here in the yellow. Or I'm right here in the blue. So that guides me. I say, okay, then I could work with that chakra level and find out how can we get you to increase and continue to ascend. We're going to fall. I yeah. even fall at times. You know, and then that's fine, but I'm already where, I, where I'm at. I know how to go back up to that level. I don't completely fall down. It's okay to have those days where you cry it out and have it. I encourage people to have that day where you're feeling, you know what, today's not the day. And it's okay. And that's exactly it, is knowing. And knowing knowing that, that okay. being in tune with, okay, today's not the day. Because your body's telling you, I need to release these tears. I need to release this emotion. So allow your body to release that. And then following the next day, get right back on that um, where you're at. And that goes right into play with the emotional intelligence yeah. webinar that, you know, we just did for the wellness council was just that knowing where your body's at, knowing where your mind's at. And holistic medicine is exactly that. It's being in tune with where you are at, not just going to the doctor and saying, I'm feeling this. Can you make it stop? Yeah. It's actually fixing the problem that's there through your entire body, yeah. through yeah. your mind, through your body, taking a look at it and saying, okay, we're going to work together to fix this but rather than take this. See you in uh, two months. I got a question for you. Oh, cool. Okay. So... <laughs> Your career, your whole lifestyle is based on health and wellness, right? It is. So from what I know of you, it's a lot of physical wellness uh, combined with nutrition. Uh -huh. How does this incorporate into that? 
So think about what I use physical wellness for. So my activity level is a direct relation to stress release. If you think for my job, for my job consistently since I graduated from college to now with health and wellness, as a health coach, I spend every single day listening and helping other people make the changes they want to make, or even just being a wall for them to bounce ideas off of, stress off of anything. So if I do that every single day, and this is going right back to Myra, you walk into the house and everyone's emotions are all over the place and you have to deal with that. I get the gauntlet of emotions during the day. None of them are mine. None of them. But by the end of the day, how do I actually feel? What has that done to my health? Has it changed my mentality at all? You know, so my workouts are a way for me to take any of that stress, any of that stuff that happened during the day and say, okay, let's let it all go. I mean, when I'm doing sprints, I can hold on to nothing, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but then I'm also able when I'm done with that. And this is huge. This is the way that I like to de-stress or I like to get more in tune with where I'm at. I'll have a conversation with my husband about things that matter to me, mm-hmm. you know, so then it's no longer everything that I got rid of during the day for my workouts and for everything I do. Then I can take and say, okay, what is bothering me and why, you know, the fact that we move away from family all the time. That's one thing that's always constantly oh, Everyone just got together for family and I'm able to actually have a conversation about that. That's something that should matter to me. You know, so it's that ability to first, through my physical activity, through what I do, decrease my stress levels and get myself centered on what matters to me. And then second, going into more of the, okay, now let's have a conversation about what matters to me, centering even more. So I guess that's my steps into my my wellness. Mm -hmm. But with nutrition, that's just a nice way to, the things you can have control over, Mm -hmm. to have control in the right way. As you're talking, I'm, I'm I'm thinking back to a lot of our past podcasts, mm-hmm. and in this podcast, and what I'm seeing is is there's a big, uh, like uh, I don't know the order I'm looking for, but there's a big uh, overlap. A of, overlap, a lot of similarities, right? We talk about work-life balance. We talk about um, emotional wellness. Now we're talking about uh, not spiritual, but uh, holistic wellness. And what I'm seeing is there's a lot of Find your own space. Find a place to calm down. Let the stress go. Yeah. yeah. And almost every topic we talk about. Right. And that's absolutely right. And also with the wellness coach and holistic, it's it's what you eat. You know, what you're eating as well, too. And the exercise that you give to your body. You know, we got to think of our bodies as, you know, take care of your body. We, we tend to take care of so many individuals in our lives that we tend to forget about ourselves. Okay, so, so another question. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so in your practice, in your, in, in, your, in your business, do you find that people that come in and look like they don't eat healthy have a lot more negative energy? They, they feel more sluggish. You know, you're more sluggish, you know. Either you're drinking too much caffeine throughout the day or you're in a hurry all the time, you know. So, yeah, it's just like, so once you get that, you know, drink some water, you know, switch that that coat from a tea, you know, you'll see the benefits from just drinking a peppermint tea. You'll see. And do you see them if they come in for several visits and they start 
working on their their nutrition and stuff that their holistic and wellness actually increases as well it does because it gives them that moment that this is your time so when they come to see me i from the very beginning this is your moment to just de-stress completely there's soft lighting in the background the music you know depending on what level we're working on in your chakra or we're just sculpting your body what it is is you are in tune with your body at that moment so you do see them ascending but it does take a lot from that individual to make sure that they are eating properly or they do get a little 10 20 minute workout makes sense or that they so you're making that change for yourself you got to remember you're doing this for you not for nobody else not to not because summer's coming along you're doing this because you want to feel better about yourself and that's all it is it's mind and body right well i do have to throw in here because this is important data matters right when we take a look at the scale and we see it going down when we take a look at I mean, let's go right into what I do with that preventative medicine. When you go into the doctor and you see your numbers and they're where they should be, it gets rid of unknowns. Mm -hmm. And we all know unknowns increase stress. Whether it's positive, negative, whatever, someone surprises you, wow, your heart rate goes up, fight or flight kicks in, right? And that might not be a bad thing at all. Having your heart rate go up, I mean, that's our goal when we're working out, right? Hopefully. <laughs> it's beating, it's working. <laughs> but then you're also looking at, with your biometrics, knowing knowing that your blood pressure is where it should be, knowing what your A1C is, knowing all that information. And what you're doing is taking, again, another look at those same things, giving a data point. Do you know how to read your body? And once you do, then you understand yourself better. And understanding yourself better, getting rid of another unknown, and this is the most personal unknown, knowing how your body's going to react, knowing what makes you feel better, that's got to be such a weight off your shoulders. If I do this, I'm going to feel better. Yeah. And it's just so, like I said, it's, it's how you react to situations. You know, you don't allow somebody else to imagine yourself in a, in a little bubble, in a circle. So don't allow anybody to interfere in that circle or, or cause you. Uh, you know, throughout the day, if someone comes to you and with an issue, you know, don't allow that person's reaction, create your own reaction. You know, it's, it's knowing how to react to the negative situation. You know, you carry that with you. The other person may not care. They might be going on their day like nothing. Didn't affect them Didn't at all. Didn't affect them at all. <laughs> but you're thinking about that situation all day long. Yeah. So you have to learn how to control your emotion so that it doesn't affect you throughout the whole day. Okay, so I did get a question um, before we started. How do we incorporate holistic wellness into the office or into the work setting? Like, because we talked about um, sage sometimes does smell like weed a little bit, or some people may feel uncomfortable seeing uh, crystals and stuff because they're just not, you know, they're uneducated and just don't know. So how do you incorporate that into the wellness? And I know, Carla, you have a good story. I do. Um, I recently came over to the city of Yuma. I've only been here for about two months. So the day I had my interview for the job I, I currently have, I went back to my office at my prior employment, and I searched my office, and I just cleansed the area. And I thought, well, you know, let it be whatever has to be. A few days later, I got a call that I had 
and offered me the job here. So now here I am. And I thought, what a way of the universe to tell me that I needed to change my energy, that I needed to change something. It was an incredibly stressful job. It was to the point where I couldn't sleep, I couldn't eat. It was affecting my life. So I sage my area and here I am. <laughs> so, well, congratulations. That's awesome. <laughs> so what did your coworkers think about you saging the office at the time? Um, I did it before anybody came in. Okay. Yeah. So it was, it was a perfect opportunity to do it. And um, it did have a little bit of a smell. But it, it, they didn't think I was smoking weed. Uh, <laughs> it was just like a little bit of scent. Uh, but it wasn't too strong. Um, and I didn't do it for too long. I just kind of cleansed the area. And I thought, you know, let it be whatever it needs to be. And, well, again, here I am. So that's one meth- method. And, you and know. I like how you said that, that the universe, you know, kind of pushed you to that. And, and that's the thing. The universe is going to make you uncomfortable in certain situations that's going to make you respond to that in ways that you going to make you change so i i love that and we there are sage that um it's a spray sage so it doesn't create that scent so that's for office use there are oh so there are products there are products um that is just spray without actually having the the smoke. I was going to say, we do have fire admin right here. I do not want to be the reason why they're giving us a call. And in my in my area, I, I have my crystals up and I, you know, and I have my plants and I have my music that I play that's, you know, more holistic wise, but it gives me that ambience and that, you know, that makes me feel calm in my office. And those plants, I love you said plants because that brings in more oxygen, yeah. uh, cleans the air for you. That's wonderful. Wow. Okay, is there a certain way or a special way that you have you need to sage your your space or your home? There is no special way. Um, what I do is just whenever you just feel it that it, it needs it, and you can do it at any time, whenever. So you start. I what I tend to do. I start in the front of my door, and I go. What is this? Clockwise, I guess. So you walk around. I walk around. I go through every corner of my house. I start from the door. I go from that. My um, the living room, and then I go through the kitchen, bathroom, whatever. I just go in one big circle, and I end up back at the. So it's not like an incense where you just light it and let it. No, I, 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 you know, you what you do with the smoke is what you're clearing the room. So you make sure you do have a little tray because the ashes will fall from the from this um sage, and you just start smudging your home, every room. So what about the Palo Santo? Palo Santo is another one. It, um, refer- it's the same as you can use it for sage, but others prefer the scent of the Palo Santo mm. because it has a little more woody, lemony flavor mm. to it. So it's, it's a different scent to it. Um, it's more uh, spiritual, the Palo Santo, and those you can use as well, too. Sweet. That's awesome. Learning. Yeah, me definitely. I have never heard Palo Santo before, mm-hmm. so that... I have yeah. another question. You're wearing some... some- chakra stones right <laughs> but they're on top of a, a white crystal what's the white crystal so this is a rose quartz so the rose quartz is a universal crystal for for love um to receive love and give love and so the chakras are just on top of that that crystal there's so many crystals it's like you have to have a book to to know what each yeah, one does there each one has its own vibrational energies healing properties a lot of crystals have their own healing properties um others have uh, assist you in anxiety depression if you lost a loved one when i lost my father i had this one that i use regularly to help me with that emotional state that i was in so 
they all have their purpose. They all have reasons. They all have meanings. And crystals have feelings. Like I said, they're energies. And the earth is a big ball of energy. Right. This is where these crystals are coming from. So they have properties and energies that you can take with you and, and help you develop yourself so that you could ascend and you could be in a, you could find your purpose in life. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, different things mean things to different people. So as you're going through this, you may, you know, take the, you know, the rose quartz and it, it may not speak to you. It may not create mm -hmm. that connect because that's not what you're ready for. Right. That's not what you need at that moment. So again, just like the 21 days, actually taking your time, consistency mm -hmm. is key. All of that talk, it's still, you have to find what it is you're ready to do. Same as any change. Mm -hmm. You're not going to make a change if you're not ready for it. You're not going to. Mm -hmm. So with this in mind, understanding what in your life, what in your personality, you're ready to take this step forward and start to work towards, start to work to change or start to work to understanding even, you know, that may be what's holding you back or what has made holistic health not really get the benefits or understanding it deserves because you aren't ready to change anything anyways. And that's where that Abraham Hicks comes along that, that spiral emotions. Cause I want to know where you're at and how can you continue to grow in that, in that area in your life? And this dives right yeah. into the stages of change webinar that we did a few months yeah. ago. You know, it's, it all connects because it is your decision. Yeah. Do you want to make a change? whether it's holistic health, whether it's, you know, going conventional, whatever it is, you're just, you have to know that your goal is to change, not just to have someone do something for you. Okay. My next question, right? hundred years ago, this was a taboo subject. It was witchcraft. It was, you know, what, what changed to make this more mainstream and not considered taboo? I think um, I think it just got the, the bad name because it wasn't before, of course, you had to follow a certain religion. And if you did use herbs to cure a disease or a illness, it was considered witchcraft. Teas, I love teas nowadays because they do have tons of benefits. So before it was just not known, not um, known. you know, and, and, and some people can use certain things for darker magic or darker spells and manifestations, you know, mine's is more, uh, angelic, you know, response and more of a, uh, um, using the universe to manifest certain things, asking the universe, you know, not asking, telling it what, what you're ready for, you know, there's, there's how you speak, there's how you portray yourself. So yes, in the past, it was considered a, a taboo because it wasn't recognized. It wasn't known to anybody. You know, how can you cure someone with a peppermint? <laughs> you know, there's, there wasn't, you got to have a pill for that. Mm -hmm. um, it was just not known for for individuals. So, and of course, some people still have the bad rep of it and that'll always continue. Because some will not see it as, as a way of treatment. Right. And that's a lot of it is what, where do people, where do people's opinions lie? Yeah. Really? And, and really, it's whatever you value. If you mm -hmm. value the, the Catholic religion or you see God as the main, then that's great. We all have a different idea of who the creator is or what the universe is or who do you follow. They all kind of lead to the same 
outcome. Right. You know, well, exactly it, what we said before. Yeah. It's getting to know your own body and listening to your body. Yeah, because you still have that faith. You still want to do right with that faith. So it's 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 just all your own belief and how you want to continue to grow. Myra, do you want to let everyone know where they can reach you and find more about this? Yes. So currently I am in the middle of um, expanding my services. My company right now is called Pandora Body Sculpting, which will be changed to Pandora Mind and Body. It's still doing the uh, holistic body sculpting and my services are going to be expanding to do more Reiki, more tarot readings, intuition and guidance, chakra balances. So we're going to be expanding a little bit more on those services to help the individual exceed or ascend in what they want to find their life purpose. We're all trying to find who we are. And I can show you, I can help you, I can guide you into that direction of what you need. Discounts for city employees? Discounts for city employees. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No. Um, but you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. And my name currently right now is Pandora Body Sculpting. And it will be, uh, once I do have my grand opening, I'll be having a soft opening in our big huge grand opening coming soon very soon <laughs> oh yay that's awesome so thank you for listening if you are looking to get more involved with employee wellness please check out our sharepoint site while there you can also subscribe to receive our weekly wellness email to stay in the know while on the go you can sign up for wellness text notifications just text wellness to 844-702-1451. If you would like to send a question in for our health coach or ask the health coach segment, please email coachstephanie at coiwellness at yumaaz.gov. Oh, thank you.